Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. Hey, Dustin Hawkinsmith here from Penn Live with your four Penn State talking points for Wednesday, January 19th. We're in off-season mode here on the Blue-White Breakdown with plenty more to come on the recruiting front and in the transfer portal, which should pick up here in the weeks and months ahead. But for now, we do have some news on Penn State's roster from earlier in the week, an update on its support staff, specifically strength and conditioning, and as we get started here, the 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, Mock draft season is about to pick up steam as well. We saw a couple on Wednesday. ESPN's Mel Kuyper Jr. put one out uh, on Wednesday, as did Dane Brugler from The Athletic, posted a new mock draft. Mel Kuyper has Jahan Dotson, Penn State star wide receiver, going number 26 overall to the Miami Dolphins. Dane Brugler has Dotson going number 31 to the Tennessee Titans, so you do have a consensus between those two that Jahan Dotson will be a first-round pick. Certainly makes that claim on film, and we should see that unfold at the NFL Combine as well, where he can put his speed, which is apparent on video, it's apparent in Penn State's games, can put that to the test and and log that 40-yard dash time that could kind of push him up the board a little bit. As for strengths, no surprise here listed by both of them. Route running, athleticism, speed, and making plays after the catch are all listed as strengths and some verbiage or another between the two NFL draft analysts. And that will be what makes Jahan Dotson a unique player at the next level. Not the biggest guy, 5'10", around 180 pounds. Uh, but that speed looks so easy when he's playing the game and it translates and functions so well when he's on the field. That also makes him special. He's not just a sprinter. He has functional football speed. That's before the catch. Uh, when it comes to running his routes and being smooth and crisp out of his breaks, also after the catch, uh, and, and as we saw at Penn State on special teams too. One of the bigger surprises here is Mel Kuyper has defensive end Arnold Ebikady going number 16 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles. If that were to be the case, you know Arnold Ebikady certainly not uh, the most likely guy beginning the season for sure to be the first Penn State player drafted. But maybe he is in that conversation. Started his career at Temple, so you have that Philadelphia connection in this pick. He thrived in his only season at Penn State. Nine and a half sacks, 18 tackles for loss. His presence was constant in the Penn State defense and in opponents' backfields. Uh, Constant effort. He's got the size, the speed, explosiveness, a good combination of power and speed moves off the edge. So whether he's a first-round pick or not, He's going to be a high round pick and it would be a surprise if he's not a very productive player early in his NFL career, wherever that begins. 
Penn State also has some other early round candidates for the NFL draft, led by safety Jaquan Brisker and tackle Rasheed Walker. Both of those guys are contenders to land maybe in the second round of the draft. Mentioned Penn State's roster. You had some updates on Monday, published the Penn State's official athletics website. And looking at some of the veterans who are not coming back, answer some key questions in terms of what Penn State's personnel is going to look like. Starting the offensive line, Mike Miranda, the veteran guard slash center, is no longer listed. He had that extra COVID year available to him if he wanted it. No word yet on what he plans to do, but he's not listed on Penn State's roster. Can't expect him back in 2022. Same deal with Anthony Wigan, who started the, the, the season as a contender uh, to start at one of the guard spots. Did not unfold for him. Uh, haven't seen him much over the course of his career at Penn State after transferring from Lackawanna College. So he'll explore other options, whether that's football or life or academics, uh, end up playing elsewhere. The wide receiver position also answered some key questions there. Daniel George and Cam Sullivan-Brown, two veteran wideouts whose role just never really expanded much, never got to the top of that heap. Uh, looks like it wasn't going to happen for them in 2022 either. So they could both explore their options. Cam Sullivan Brown was used more often than Daniel George. You saw him as kind of the de facto number four wide receiver for Penn State. I'm not so sure his role would have changed very much, even without Jahan Dotson back in 2022. Still in pretty good shape there with Parker Washington as the presumed number one. Mitchell Tinsley coming in from Western Kentucky. Keandre Lambert-Smith coming back. You had Malik Mega emerge as a name to know late in 2021. He'll be a contender uh, for that number four job. Also have Caden Saunders coming in as a true freshman who enrolled in January. You have a, a couple freshmen from last year's team will be redshirt freshmen, Liam Clifford and Harrison Wallace. An interesting group of guys there competing for, you know, the number three, the number four jobs in the pecking order beyond that. Looking at special teams, uh, Jake Pinniger, the kicker, will be back. Good timing for that. He lost his job to Jordan Stout, who actually handled kickoffs, place kicking, and punting for the Lions. You saw Jake Pinniger pop up at the in the Outback Bowl, which is a bit of a surprise. But on the punt team, uh, A.J. Lighton and Drew Hartlob are both no longer listed on the roster. Their speed as gunners was huge throughout the 2021 season. So Penn State will have to find uh, replacements for them. You often saw them getting to the punt returner before the ball did. And, uh, and doing a good job there. So Penn State special teams will be impacted by it. Also have a new special teams coordinator. Fred Hansard, uh, defensive tackle veteran there, saw his role diminish, hasn't um, come together for him since he got injured early in his career. Uh, so even without P.J. Mustafer, even without Derek Tangelo, who opted out of the Outback Bowl, you still didn't see much of Fred Hansard. So the, the writing was on the wall for him to either step away from football or find a new opportunity someplace else. He's a, a former four-star from the state of New Jersey. So you did get some clarity here on the scholarship picture uh, with some of these names, uh, getting some resolution about what their plans might be. Um, Tricky situation for James Franklin to manage. You had the COVID season coming into play, the free season from the NCAA. You also have the transfer portal um, coming up and trying to figure out what he's got coming back and what needs he's going to have, how many scholarships he has available. That's all part of the picture here, which was what made Monday's roster update so significant. It could mean something for the transfer portal and Penn State shopping to, to fill some of their needs. Could also mean something in terms of how much the room they have for National Signing Day Part 2, 
which comes up on February 2nd. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Looking beyond Penn State's active football roster, we did get some updates uh, when it comes to Penn State's strength and conditioning staff. Those came out uh, official release on Tuesday by the university. Not a big surprise after Dwight Galt III announced that he would be retiring. Uh, the top lieutenant behind him, Chuck Lucy III, is now listed as the assistant athletics director for performance enhancement. He takes that step up, a job promotion. Uh, he's been with James Franklin and Dwight Galt for a long time. You can foresee that he will help continue the vision set forth by Franklin and Galt and help maybe take it to the next level. You might recognize him. Oftentimes the camera found him during game broadcasts and photographers found him for his curly mustache. That's the guy who will be leading Penn State's strength and conditioning efforts. What has, has been such a good part of Penn State's program for so long. You can count a lot of different guys who have made huge strides when it comes to their speed, strength, um, etc. And a lot of them in time for the NFL draft. Chris Godwin was a great example, somebody who didn't really pop on film so much, but then he shows up at the NFL Combine. He runs in the low four fours there, answers a huge question about his future, and you've seen what he's done at the next level, become one of the better young wide receivers in the NFL, probably due for a big payday here coming soon. Uh, Mike Gesicki is another one whose athleticism was apparent when he arrived as a prospect from New Jersey, but just got better and better and better. Now he's one of the most athletic tight ends in the NFL, playing for the Miami Dolphins. The list goes on and on, including Micah Parsons last year, including Odafe Owe, who was a great athlete who's, who was refined over the course of his Penn State career. So now you look at Chuck Losey III uh, being the guy to oversee that effort. What they did end up doing, uh, Dwight Galt previously oversaw both football and all the Olympic sports. They divided those duties, so you have um, a reshuffling of the staff to, to pick up some of that slack and allow Chuck Losey to focus on football. Ryan Davis promoted to assistant AD for performance enhancement for the Olympic sports uh, you saw Alvin Futrell, Associate Director, Performance Enhancement, Jeff Earls, Assistant Director, John Flurry's Assistant Director, as well as Coordinator of Performance Science, and Tyrone Smith, former Penn State player, is now listed as an Assistant Director. Those are your names and faces who are doing the hard work behind the scenes, and this is actually a pretty pivotal time for them, remaking some of these players in the offseason uh, leading up to spring practice, a good time to, to hit the weights hard. And these are your, your coaches who are going to oversee you know, this group of nine January enrollees. They're going to get to know these guys very, very well. Their first taste of college football is the hard work in the weight room, some of that hard work that they didn't really see coming and didn't really do all that much of during their time in high school. Pretty rude awakening coming for them with a new look strength and conditioning staff. Last but not least here on the Talking Points, Penn State Michigan wrestling is coming up on Friday. Penn State comes in number, ranked number one in the country, Michigan number three. Penn State will be going to Ann Arbor for this one to kick off a little Michigan swing this weekend. They wrestle at Michigan State then on Sunday. 
some huge matchups to watch in this showdown of two teams that might be the two best NCAA title contenders out there. You have Iowa in the national rankings between them at number two. I think a strong case can be made that Michigan is the number two team in the country. Penn State looking like a pretty good consensus. In this one, you have a bunch of potential top 10 matchups. Again, if everybody wrestles and competes, hasn't been a slam dunk in the early part of the NCAA season, but you've got number one, Nick Soriano, who started his career at Penn State, went to Rutgers, won a national title. Now he is at Michigan for the start of the spring semester. He's only a couple matches into his career there. He should take on number seven, Drew Hildebrandt, who is a former All-American from Central Michigan, now at 125 for Penn State. you got number one, Roman Bravo-Young, likely to face number eight, Dylan Ragusen at 133. Nick Lee, who's ranked number one at 141, could take on Steven Misich uh, at 141. Number one, Carter Storacci. Number six, Luka Massa. That could go down at 174. You've got a one versus two, potentially. Aaron Brooks, number one for Penn State. And number two, Miles Amin for Michigan, again, at 184. Number two, Max Dean for Penn State could take on number eight, Patrick Brucky at 197. And another big one here with the big guys at heavyweight. Number four, Greg Kirkvillett versus number two, Mason Paris could go down at heavyweight. So opportunities up and down for Penn State in a lot of these matchups could be considered favorites, but they are on the road. And you do have some big opportunities for Michigan wrestlers to make their big splash. Looking at Miles Amin at 184, Aaron Brooks has been absolutely dominant. One of the most dominant wrestlers in the country at any weight. Uh, so he'll take that and put that on the line against Miles Amin. Uh, good opportunities for some of these young Michigan wrestlers as well. Should be a huge duel. will air on Big Ten Network Friday. That's at 6 p.m. So stay tuned if you're a wrestling fan, even if you're just a Penn State Athletics fan, just to see this match. A lot of ramifications in this one. We'll learn a lot about both teams and how they're positioned to win NCAA titles. That's been something that Penn State has made routine under Kale Sanderson, and they are the favorites going into this weekend to do it again. Stick with us here on the Blue-White Breakdown as we stay up to date with current football news and we do some analysis as this 2022 roster takes shape. You'll see that on the transfer portal. Recruiting could still pick up both in 2022. Again, they can still sign guys in the 22 class and looking ahead to 2023. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Blue White Breakdown, and we'll see you next time. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.